This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Well, as you know, there has been a lot of talk about ride sharing in the province of BC or the lack of ride sharing. We were promised that it would be in place for the holiday season. We now know that is not going to happen. The new government has sent the idea for review saying safety is the number one concern and we have to make sure we do it right, even though other cities and other countries around the world have had ride sharing services for years. And every time we talk about this and do this story, tourists to Vancouver are still surprised surprised that there is no Uber, there is no Lyft in BC. Uh, But we tend to focus on the city of Vancouver itself when it comes to ride sharing. So I want to branch out a little bit. And we are joined now by Mike Clay, who is the mayor of Port Moody. Uh, Mayor Clay, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Thanks, Jill. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, we do tend to talk about uh, the city centre of Vancouver or Vancouver itself when talking about ride sharing. Uh, what are your thoughts as, as far as the suburbs and other cities and such in Metro Vancouver uh, about the need for or your thoughts around uh, ride sharing services? Well, I think probably like a lot of things with, you know, when you're outside of the metropolitan core, it's a very different experience for us in the suburbs. So we have a hard time getting cabs out here. And, you know, Vancouver, you walk into the street, you hold up your hand, you get a cab in, in a minute. Uh, and out here, we have a really hard time uh, getting, especially late at night when, when there's just nobody out there. And a lot of a very difficult time getting people, if we are downtown, to, to bring you back out to, to the Tri-Cities area and, and beyond. So we're we're really uh, looking forward to some changes, if you know, some form of change that that allows us to have better better movement around. Uh, do you feel that sometimes gets lost in the discussion, or not enough attention is paid to uh, the the other parts of Metro Vancouver when we're having the discussion about ride sharing? Well, I think for sure. I think you know, there's. Uh, I think most of the suburbs probably a lot more people you know drive their cars and you know, on general day to day stuff. But you know where the Uber and, and the taxi problems kick in is is late at night when people have potentially been drinking and driving, and we certainly don't want anybody doing that. So that's you know when we need it the most is when the service is sort of available the least, and that's why I think it's very very different experience when you're when you're out here and it's a longer drive for the cabs and they're not willing to do it. So it leaves us in a no man's land where you know how do I get home or what do I do to uh, to be, enable myself to go out at night and, and still uh, get home safe. Uh, do you hear that that is still happening on a regular basis? Because we talked about that a few years ago, and, and we did several stories on the fact that people were being refused rides, whether they were on the Granville Mall in Vancouver or anywhere, really, and hailing down a cab saying, I want to go to Port Moody, I want to go to Coquitlam, Port Coquitlam, and being refused. Is that still happening on a pretty regular basis? Oh, for sure. And, and you know, we're still hearing about it both, you know, anecdotally and, and you know, just from, from friends and, and family members and stuff who are experiencing that and and you know it, it's not you know purely just about the, the cab companies not providing the service there's regulations as well that prohibit them from going from point a to point b in some cases and then it's just a sort of a a, a mishmash of, of regulations where you just say boy you know this this shouldn't be that hard I, i'm just i'm downtown i want to get a, ha- a cab back to coquillam or port moody and then the some of the problems that they have is that once they go to a certain place they're not allowed to bring anybody back so you know that that's the uh, the the regulatory regime that we don't we don't run it, but it would be nice if the people would just look at it and just you know bring some common sense and say we can we can have taxis, we can have Uber, Lyft, you know we can mix all these things together. It would provide a great service for people and uh, allow people choice and flexibility that they don't have right now. And there's still room in the market, I believe, for everybody to to still make a living. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about transit? Because uh, Port Moody is connected by transit, uh, but I know one of the concerns often is uh, for people, uh, when we talk about this, somebody who's downtown at 2 or 3 in the morning, uh, and by downtown I mean Vancouver, uh, that the transit isn't running anymore. 
Well, and, and remembering it's an hour, you know, to get here. So even even if you think you're leaving downtown at a, at a reasonable time, you get to you get to a point where the service just stops running, and you're and you're left somewhere. And again, uh, even more difficult, probably easier for me to find a cab downtown to bring me all the way home than it is to find a cab once I'm at Lougheed Mall or Brentwood Mall or somewhere, and I need to you know I need to finish my trip home. It's very difficult to find that. So. I think transit and, and cabs have a lot of similarities. When you live in the urban core, you're, you're of Vancouver, you're used to walking to a bus stop or, or hailing a cab and, you know, getting sort of instant gratification. Out here, the buses only run every half hour, every hour, late at night. It's very hard to get to some of the more remote areas. And, and again, the last thing we want is, is to be forcing people to make bad decisions about driving when they shouldn't be. So, you know, just, just enabling people to be able to get around and, and, you know, getting out of the way in some cases. When you think of what Uber and, and Lyft and the ride-sharing services are, it, it's... Uh, Yes, we need the safety regulations, and, and we want to make sure everybody's kept safe. But you know, just it, it's really just a matter of getting out of the way and letting the market, uh, you know, get, provide the service that we're looking for. Have you had any discussions uh, with the new government or about ride sharing and about the need for ride sharing in, in places outside of Vancouver? Well, I think you know when you're out in this area, you're talking about it all the time. So every time we're talking to our MLAs, whether they were in opposition or whether they're now in in government, uh, it's been the same conversation. It's you know uh, let's get on with it. Let's stop talking about it. The um, it's been done in enough places in the world. We don't need to reinvent this. Uh, I think more disturbing what what I maybe I don't know why I'm not aware of it, but is these sort of underground ride sharing services that have, have come to light uh, certainly on your station and and in the media where. I didn't know that was going on, but it certainly makes perfect sense. And, you know, it seems like really the only barrier right now is, is people's insurance and making sure that that, that is addressed. And, and I feel like this is running in enough places in the world that we should be able to look at that and, and take care of it. And so we have those conversations with our MLAs all the time. We've been having them for, you know, years and uh, wanting to wanting to get this moving. So we're hoping that... Uh, you know, we were we were quite hopeful going into the election that it sounded like no matter who won the election, this was going to get done. And now it, it's kind of discouraging to see that they're they're dragging it out a little bit. So we're encouraging them to to just get moving with it. And, and I get what you're saying too about the the safety and and nobody wants anything done that puts people at risk. But I do wonder every time I hear politicians talk about the uh, insurance and and this and that and and making it such a complicated thing because every year and and Port Moody I believe is part of Operation Red Nose. So how can we have yeah. something where People can drive other people's cars. They have passengers with them. How are we able to do Operation Red Nose without a problem every year? But we can't figure this out. Well, and I volunteer for Operation Red Nose, Jill. And it's, it, it's a great service, but you know, you're, you're, it's an overtaxed service that uh, you know has more more people looking for service than, than we have volunteers at the busiest time. So you're like, you know, where people head out at night with it with the intent that oh, well, if I drink too much, I'll get Operation Red Nose, and then they call and they're told, well, it's going to be you know a two hour wait before someone can pick you up, and it's like in that moment when they potentially make a bad decision is when they need you know the, these uh, services need to be there for them, and that scares me that that people would be making a, a a decision based on you know because the service isn't available, and it's it's the same across the board. There's enough places, enough examples in the world of how to do it. And it is interesting. Operation Red Nose has got sort of a sponsorship from ICBC that they extend the insurance out to, you know, to a foreign driver, basically in a car they've never driven before. And, and uh, it's a great service, but there's inherent uh, risks in that. There's inherent risks in, in, the, in the taxi system that you might get a bad taxi driver who's not playing by all the rules. So, you know, why, it, why it's being... Uh, amplified so much that that ride sharing is going to be such a problem when all these other things have the same potential problems you know these same things could happen uh, but it's easy enough to address you do criminal records checks you you do driving record checks you follow up with people and you you regulate the service and 
uh, not over-regulate it, but just have some regulation in there that makes sure that, that nothing falls through the cracks, and it shouldn't be that hard. No, it shouldn't. Uh, when realistically would you like to see ride-sharing? Uh, I'm with mothers and mothers against drunk drivers on this one. I, you know, the sooner the better. But I think we were all hoping that it would be in place for the for the holiday season because every holiday season that goes by is another year where we hear about tragic uh, incidents of people that are are drinking and driving and ending up, you know, either uh, severely injured or dead in accidents that just shouldn't have happened. So. Um, you know, if you don't live in the suburbs, if you don't know the sort of frustration of, of leaving downtown at 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning and trying to get home, uh, it's really frustrating. It's really difficult. I think it's, you know, it's probably bad for business in, in those ways as well. And it's just, you know, people just want to have the ability to make the choices and, and, and move around and, and sort of, you know, empower them to, to, do, to do what they want to do. And, and we would love to see it uh, now. You know, we were kind of hopeful that I, I thought we'd originally heard that it was probably going to at least come in November. And then we thought, well, maybe they'll announce it in November and it'll get going early in the new year. But we all wanted to see it for the holiday season. But you know, just every, every day that goes by is another day when potentially somebody ends up in a bad situation that shouldn't need to happen. All right. Mayor Mike Clay, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate your time this morning. Thanks, Joe. All right. Have a good day. You too. Mike Clay is the mayor of the uh, city of Port Moody. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.